Hey, this is Derek with the Make a Fun Island podcast, and I'm here with Michelle from Force of Light Entertainment. She's uh, got a great channel on YouTube that you guys should check out. Her and her sister Natalie are on there what multiple times a week, weekly. You guys are you guys are yes. You guys are killing it. We try to do multiple times a week. Sometimes it's like uh, it depends on what's kind of the news that week. Uh, uh -huh. But usually, at least with our live streams, that makes it multiple. So usually, yes, yeah, usually multiple. <laughs> yeah, because usually you do like a Wednesday stream. I think it's yes. about 4 p.m. Pacific, my time. So that's 7 p.m. Eastern, I think. Yes, you got it. Okay, yeah. yeah we, we I know, because I'm off. Then, in, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, we do that. And then that's when we, we try to do little videos, kind of just just whatever's out that week. <laughs> yeah, so I was hoping to talk to you about your favorite movie in the past year, Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves to bring up Dune to me because they know how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I like to give you a hard time about it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so anyway, Michelle, so I, I really find you guys fascinating, fun and entertaining. And uh, you kind of cover pop culture movies, um, you know, mostly movies, but you cover other aspects of pop culture as well. And I understand like you have a PhD in theology, I think, as well. Yes, yes, I am actually, um, I have three more chapters to go before I'm officially Dr. Smith. Oh, so. okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> getting close. Yeah, and where are you getting that degree from? It's uh, Regent University in Virginia Beach. Oh, okay, great. So I teach at Northwest University here in Seattle. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's a small Christian college up here, so. Well, that's awesome. yeah. But, um, all right. So yeah, tell me a little bit about like why you guys started your channel. Yeah. Cause I started following you guys when you were like less than 500 followers and you're over 5,000 now and you just, I think hit your 5,000 mark. Right. Yes. Yes, we did. And, and for starters, thank you. Uh, we appreciate you subscribing and come along the journey with us. And then <laughs> yeah, some of the kind fun. words you've said have surely like mean a lot. I don't know if people realize it's like, uh, whether you, I mean, really, that's just a part of life, whether it's YouTube mm -hmm. or just life in general, uh, kind comments can mean so much to people. So thank yeah. you for some of your yeah, kind. Yeah, words. you're welcome. Yes. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, we, we started actually, I, let's see, it was the end of like 2019 and I wanted to do a Christian podcast. Mm -hmm. And I, I came up with the idea Force of Light. It was a play on words with, of course, Christianity uh, being, uh, of course, all the scriptures dealing with light, children of light, you're mm -hmm. of the light, th those scriptures. But then also I got Force from kind of a more, I guess, controversial scripture of what it means. But when Jesus says uh, that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force— Mm. And I just kind of put those together like a force of light, like mm -hmm. one moving organism that, that is a, a force of good, a force of light. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how I came up with the name. And I, I bought, I, I, for some reason, I thought it would be easiest. And I think it is for my Christian podcast, honestly. But I thought it would be easiest to start off on podcasts. And the funny thing about that is I'd really never listened to podcasts. I was always mm. a YouTube person. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, well, I'll go the, the podcast route. So mm -hmm. I, I had that idea. 
And then uh, one day, honestly, I was just praying. And like, as I was praying, it's like the idea came to me uh, to ask my sister to do an entertainment podcast with me. And it would mm -hmm. be Forcified mm -hmm. Entertainment. Because uh, I've always loved movies. I love talking about movies and, and entertainment type stuff. And so that's how we started. She was like, okay. And, and we started. And I would say probably, really, we did kind of the podcast thing for a year. And then mm -hmm. we went to YouTube, which is kind of basically all we do as far as Force of Light Entertainment now. Uh, mm -hmm. We still upload occasionally to podcasts, but mm -hmm. mostly it's predominantly just YouTube at this point for Force of Light Entertainment. Mm -hmm. And, so that's, and, that's not how we got started. Yeah. And then also, I mean, and I guess how I discovered you is you guys are Star Wars fans and I'm a Star Wars fan. Yes, so, I, yeah. so I think you popped up in my, you know, my home feed on YouTube just as a YouTube recommendation. And so that's hey, how I, I like discovered that. you. Yeah. So and the that was interesting. Working. Yeah, <laughs> right. And that that happened even with you guys with less than 500 subscribers. So that's pretty cool. That is. That's, yeah. that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk. Actually, let's talk about that for a moment. So how how much do you guys like monitor the algorithm and kind of, you know, sweat the growth and all that? Do you? I mean, some people just don't. Um, do you know, like we as far as like. Well, and I think this is kind of the, how it is, and you would know this from your business. It's like mm -hmm. you need people who have gone before you to kind of help you figure things out. Mm -hmm. And we, we've been very blessed to have, I have found the YouTube community to be very helpful. Like mm -hmm. it, it's amazing how you can just reach out to a YouTuber you, you don't really even know, and they will stop and explain to you and try to be as helpful as possible to mm -hmm. you about whatever you're asking. And that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but we've had several people that I'm not very techie at all. Like I'm not, and I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm the techie one of the two of us, which is sad because I'm not good <laughs> at editing right. any of these things. Yeah. Um, but we've had people that have helped us kind of figure kind of teach us little tricks with the algorithm and things mm -hmm. like that. But at the end of the day with YouTube, you kind of, you may tag things the right way and do everything you can do. But at the end of the day, it's out of your hands. Like some, some mm. things like it really is just totally up to YouTube and it's something I've yet to really figure out. So in that sense, I, I've learned not to sweat it. So to say, mm -hmm. you just mm -hmm. kind of, have to put it out there and hope for the best. <laughs> right. So you guys just do your thing. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. We've learned a few, we've been taught a few little tricks to try to help the process, but uh, at the end of the day, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Right. So then how, uh, like what kind of people come to your podcast? I mean, how do you, how would you characterize your audience? Do you think? Do you know, I, I think what's kind of, what's interesting and I think what well, is good, it was one of the reasons I wanted to start when I first started, of course, I started as a podcast. And one of the mm. things that made me want to start was, again, I'd watch entertainment YouTube type videos for a couple years before we mm. started. Mm. And I was watching one that was a, a pretty large one at the time. And they were covering the week box office. And there happened to be a Christian movie, and I think it was called, like, I Believe or something. Mm -hmm. And one of the people that was, like, the host 
was like, they, they read off I believe, and just so sarcastically and dismissively, it was like, well, I don't believe. And it just, it, it kind of bothered me to the point of like, it's like, I want a space where Christians can feel they're not going to be mocked. Like, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of Christians like you who like Star Wars or mm-hmm. like Stranger Things or, or some of these pop culture entertainment, and they want a place that they can talk about it with everyone else. And, and mm-hmm. there, was, there was that. It was that one comment. It just bothered me <laughs> of like, mm-hmm. I want people to be able to come to my channel, Christians, and they're not going to be mocked. Like, th- mm-hmm. that's never going to happen on my channel. And it's like, for the most part, I mean, we try to be welcoming and inclusive to all people. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess there's some viewpoints that probably wouldn't like our channel, um, I would mm. say. But um, that that was kind of a, a big thing for me, just kind of wanting that. And, and I see that in our viewership. Now, mm-hmm. not everyone is a Christian who watches our channel. I know that. But there's a lot that are. And, and some of the comments section, you know, God bless, uh, be praying for you, mm-hmm. different things like that. It really touches me because I, I see kind of that which was in my heart to do coming mm-hmm. to pass, mm-hmm. where there is a space where Christians who like talking entertainment can come. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a, a safe place for them, in a, in, so to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very cool. And, and what, what do you think um, resonates with topics that you guys have been covering the most? In what sense? Well, like, I mean, is it mostly movies, like movie reviews? I mean, I think you guys were talking about this on your chill stream. You guys have a, what you call a yeah. chill stream every once yes. in a while where people just hang out, right? Um, do you know, I, yeah. the thing that I think resonates the most, I, I mean, the thing that has done the best have been reactions, whether trailer reactions oh, yeah. or mm-hmm. movie reactions. People really enjoy, with trailer reactions, people really enjoy seeing, well, what did someone else think about it? Were they hyped? Mm-hmm. Were they not hyped? Mm-hmm. And then I think it is cool, too, with like movies, people, want, especially if it's an old movie that they, they really love. They love mm-hmm. kind of experiencing it with someone watching for the first time, and oh, they okay, get that gotcha. effect. Yeah. And, and that's been fun to do. Like our, our mm-hmm. next one that we have being edited right now that will be coming out is Top Gun. Oh, and so it'll okay. Be interesting you guys haven't see seen Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had it. We, we watched it and we've uh-huh. reacted to it. So I'm excited for everyone to get to see us watch it for the first time. Oh, and yeah. So, so those are fun. People seem to really like those. And then mm-hmm. I, I still love doing movie reviews. Or we really only do TV if it's something like we really, really love and like that's that I feel is clean enough to cover to a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. That's why we kind of stick with Star Wars. It's, you know, only going to be so, so dirty. Right. right, and, right. and then also like when Stranger Things comes out, we'll cover that because we're big Stranger Things fans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also we are going to be mixing in more of just kind of those, if you want to call if we call them chill stream, chill stream, but streams mm-hmm. that don't necessarily have like such a pointed direction of things to talk about, but are mm-hmm. really just more there to discuss whatever with, mm-hmm. with the audience, yeah. Disc- you know, just chat it up with one another. And usually entertainment talking points come up, but uh, we found that people seem to really enjoy those and we, we want to do more mm-hmm. of them. 
Yeah, like would you cover, say, the Johnny Depp trial that's going on right now? I mean, would that be of interest to you or not really? Leave that one alone. I, I have not covered it. We brought something up on the last mm-hmm. weekly. That's more something we'll bring little things up about it that, okay. like, interest interest us from it. Because uh, right. it is, you know, it is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been fascinating. I've been watching this little sidebar. I mean, I've been watching just little things here and there. And it's it's been fun getting Johnny Depp more humanized in a way, you know, and it's kind of funny seeing a Hollywood actor who's excellent on the witness stand because like, you're like, are you acting right now? (laughs) Yes. Right. (laughs) Well, what's funny too, you've like, people have like made little videos of him. Like he's Uh pretty funny in a very dry way. Like his humor comes out constantly in the trial even. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It has been entertaining. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. So then tell me also, tell, tell everybody about your sister as well, Natalie, who's also on the, on the podcast with you or on the YouTube channel with you. So tell us a little yes. bit about Natalie. 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 Well, Natalie the Red, as she is called. Yeah. Um, she got that from Gandalf the White. Um, and of course, oh, okay. since she has red hair, <laughs> she's she's Natalie the Red. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think what what I should say about her. Uh, uh, she, she's <laughs> about her in the room. Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, she's my sister. Uh, what's funny about us and, and people, I'm sure that have really watched your channel, pick this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are polar opposite personalities, like polar opposite, like opposite mm-hmm. can't get further opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yet we agree on most things in life. We just mm-hmm. come at it from very polar opposite personalities. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think that comes through with Natalie and I. Like I'm more the type A, Natalie's more the laid back one. Uh-huh. Um, just just the, those type of things are kind of humorous with uh, with sisters. And I think at times even the audience notices when we're getting on each other's nerves. Even if, <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens? We're sisters. Uh-huh. <laughs> Right. But yeah, she, uh, um, I'm trying to think anything else you want to know about Natalie? Anything specific? Well, no, I don't know. I mean, I like, are you guys, how else are you different? I mean, are you like, uh, more, one's more sci-fi and the other was more romance stuff. I mean, like, Oh, what's funny is like, I actually in the more the romance one and the sci-fi one, Natalie Mm -hmm. just loves a good drama. Like she loves drama to the max like mm-hmm. right <laughs> uh, i mean it, it can even be a drama like a breaking bad which mm-hmm. kind of goes is dramatic it's that's mm-hmm. drama uh or like a mad men's another one of her favorites mm-hmm. but that's that's like that's her thing she loves a good drama <laughs> mm. breaking bad is but one she, i have not watched that would be a reaction video <laughs> i need to do it's uh, yeah. it, it at times it's heavy, but my gosh, yeah. it really is probably one of the greatest written TV shows of all time. <laughs> That's what I hear, and I have lots of like cin- c- cinematographer friends and friends who write um, scripts and things, and they say the same thing. They're just like, "This is the most amazing show," like from a writing perspective. It it is. It, it's like you know, so many shows either do a really good job of like from episode one, they know where they're going. Mm-hmm. They kind of go that route, kind of plot driven. They know where the plot's going. And mm-hmm. then there's other shows like a Mad Men that's just about unwinding a character. And mm-hmm. it's like Breaking Bad was like perfectly both. 
Like you can mm-hmm. tell they always knew where they're going, but at the same time, they just so detailed unwind these characters. It, it really is. It, it's worth watching. <laughs> yeah. You know, what? Well, actually, one thing, too, is Lost is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Did you, you guys know, ever I've watch never that? Watched, I've never watched Lost because I know how it ends and it's ruined me from ever wanting oh. to go and start it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which but is the unfortunate because people are the best. really loved it. Yes, huh? people really loved it when it came out. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, same, same thing. The writing's incredible. And a lot of the writers you know, went on to write the, the Star Trek reboot. And J.J. Abrams' team, you know, behind the sequel trilogy for Star Wars, like all all the writer, all the writers, everything were, you know, from his team. So and they were really, yeah. I mean, they were kind of seasoned before they did Lost, but they really cut their teeth on Lost because it was just such a a long, long series yeah. with just a grueling schedule. Like they had really interesting behind the scenes of like how they would, you know, film in Hawaii. You know, they. uh you know, I'd have to upload the footage. Then it goes to LA where it'd be edited. Then they get the dailies back and then JJ would have to watch it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it was just this grind, you know? Yeah. And I guess what, that's what happens when you're show running, you know, on a, on a series like that. But That's very true. That's yeah, very true. Yeah. I was going to say too, as far as Dadley, I will say as much as she enjoys drama is definitely her, her thing. That's her thing. Mm-hmm. And I love a good drama too. I just, yeah. I branch down to other, uh, other, what, what word am I looking for? Genres more, okay. more than, than Natalie does. But Natalie does, she did grow up loving star Wars. She mm-hmm. does. Does she love it on the nerdy level of me? No, Okay. But does she love it enough that like she was like bawling her eyes out the end of Mandalorian season three or right. season two? Yes, yeah. like she was. Uh, oh, so so great. she always. But that's I think what's great about Star Wars is that it kind of it it has like multiple genres within it, mm-hmm. like to where people can appreciate it very. Right? That, did, that did you cry? Did you cry on that episode too? Oh, I did. I, I did. did. I lost it. I completely <laughs> lost it. I was just a blubbering fool. Yeah. <laughs> if we would have recorded our live, Natalie and I happened to be watching that episode together. Mm-hmm. If we would have recorded that live, we would probably have a hundred thousand subscribers <laughs> because we yeah. were out of our seats. We were clapping. Mm-hmm. We were pointing at the TV. And then a few yeah. mi- minutes later, Natalie is bawling. Like oh. tears are in my eyes. She's yeah. just flat bawling. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about that for a moment. So like, who do you credit for that? Who do, who do you think delivered that moment? Uh, John Favreau and, and uh, Dave Filoni. Yeah. The two of them. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, I, absolutely. I, yeah, I, I really credit John. I, I think that he understands humans on a very, you know, just fundamental level, you know, and he's been able to make stories, whether it's, you know, Iron Man, I, I think of Robert Downey Jr., you know, in that opening scene with the Hummer. He's in the Hummer, you know, with a, yes. with a drink, <laughs> you know, um, you know, like he just understands, like, you know, how people think and, you know, what that would yes. really be like, you know. Um, and well, I mean, at least some sort of exaggeration, right, of, of what that would be. Yes. like. And so, yeah. So I, yeah, I really love what they've been doing. It's great to see that Dave Filoni's moved up in the Star Wars, you know, a Lucasfilm, in, you know, when I say uh, organizational structure, that he's, he's is, really doing a great job there now. 
Well, and I think I think you know John bringing on Dave Filoni was a good a good call because Filoni I think so understands like the when I say the spiritual I mean like the force element like mm-hmm. he so gets that and understands it and to me it's like I can enjoy I can enjoy a Rogue One occasionally two mm-hmm. hours of No Jedi but like yeah. for a series. I really need some, I need that element. Like I really do. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's like Star Wars doesn't feel like Star Wars without it. And I mm-hmm. think them putting the child and making him force sensitive was a really wise call. Right, right. Yeah. The other moment I cried, I've only cried twice <laughs> in Star Wars. The other moment in which Dave Filoni is responsible for was when Ahsoka walked away from the Jedi Order in the Clone Wars. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That one, that one moved me. And that, that really sealed the deal. I think for me, like bonding with Ahsoka as a character mm. and, and, uh, and Dave Filoni really, really delivered that moment so well and just made yes, her, well, made her character complex. Right. Cause now she's not, yes. she's, she's not a Jedi. She says she's not a Jedi. Um, yeah. Oh my God. But she is, yeah. but she is the total embodiment of what a Jedi is, right? Absolutely, Ahsoka. Yeah, um, yeah Ahsoka is kind of like the like the female character. I think we wish we would have gotten with Rey in the the sequel trilogy. Mm, right, more. a little exactly. more complete, a little more. Yeah. There, there's more to her character. Right. Um, it, but but a very good character. In fact, I. Uh, it's funny you teared up on that. I teared up in. I mean, technically it's the book of Boba Fett, but in the, mm. the episode where Ahsoka was in it and I, yes. I like teared up when, when her and Luke were together. Cause I've yeah. always wanted to see that. And right. it was like, Oh, it's happening. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the other part of Ahsoka too, I mean, there's definitely Christian allegory in her story too. Cause you know, I think of like, you know, there's a lot of people who say claim the Christian name and do a lot of bad stuff. Right. And, yes. and um, I think what's interesting about that, um, that story element or that story arc for her is that um, you, you don't have to have the label, right, to be living it. And there's kind of a true path in a way that you go down to really live that lifestyle, um, even though people may go, well, you're, you know, now, you know, like, um, and I think yeah. that's kind of like, I mean, Jesus was that completely, right? Of like, they're like, wait, you're you're not a teacher. Who are you? You're just this fisherman dude, you know? And yes. yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that's 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 kind of the what I think about when I think about Ahsoka's story. Yeah, well, I mean, she's she's a phenomenal character, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, so what other move like for you personally, what is your favorite movie of all time? The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I don't even okay. need to think about that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, and, wh- and why it's, it's do just, you... It's that locked. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, and what makes it that for you? What makes it th- your favorite of all time? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, for starters, Star Wars is my favorite franchise of all time. Mm-hmm. And, and that original trilogy will always be so... Sp- so special to me. Like mm-hmm. I've grown to, I have an appreciation for the prequels, especially the story of the prequels. Mm-hmm. And of course I enjoyed aspects of Clone Wars, Rebels, that, that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what things they've done now, but I will all in the Mandalorian I like, but I will always have such a special place for the original trilogy. Like I grew up watching it mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that was my that was before really we had superheroes. So that was kind mm-hmm. of my thing. Mm-hmm. And um the Empire as a little kid I liked Return of the Jedi the best because mm-hmm. I mean the Ewoks you know, and yeah. Yeah, the Ewoks. I didn't mind them because I was a kid and, and yeah. then uh you got Luke with his green saber, and he's actually mm-hmm. a Jedi now, um, mm-hmm. that type stuff. But it was when I was about 16, uh, Empire Strikes Back became my favorite of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. And as to why, like to me, the Empire Strikes Back is a perfect movie. Like from the moment it opens to the moment, the final shot of the movie, mm-hmm. like it's that two hours flies by. Mm-hmm. Like you, two hours just goes by like, with the snap of the finger yeah, because it's just so perfectly, the story keeps moving and progressing. And it's like, it's, it's just so perfectly a balance of like bad things happening and then hope like running throughout the story mm, as well. And, right. and it's just, I don't know. It's just, I mean, good gosh, who doesn't smile when the shot comes down to Hoth and you hear the theme music play and Luke takes off like his goggles. I mean, it just, it makes me smile every time. I mean, and and that one just has so many awesome moments. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of my favorite uh, cinematic moments in all of history Mm -hmm. is the Han, I love you. I know. Yeah. Just so (laughs) many moments in that movie. I love, I I adore that scene. Uh, It's, you get the the famous "No, I am your father." I mean, mm-hmm. iconic. Uh, right. And then you get you get Yoda, the introduction of Yoda. Yeah, uh, right. One of my favorite quotes of all time: "Do or do not. There is no try." Is in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's like what what is it there to love about that movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's just to me again. It's like it's literally a a perfect movie, and it's it's mm-hmm. probably my favorite score from John Williams in any of those movies. Mm, like yeah. you get the you get the Imperial March for the very first time. Right, you get yeah. Yoda's theme. Yeah. Um, it, it's just it's it's perfection. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people don't maybe understand that when you think of what was writing on that. For George Lucas. Yes, um, all because, his money. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, what's amazing, and I don't know what, there's some behind the scenes on some DVD somewhere where he's talking about it, where, you know, he had the pressure of delivering a sequel to Star Wars, which was seemed impossible, you know, because Star Wars, the, the original A New Hope was so well loved. Um, and so a lot of people were kind of like banking on the disappointment, you know, and and then not he only that, like, no. what? I said, he was like, no, don't be disappointed. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like you said, he took all his money, all of his profits from Star Wars, um, A New Hope, and he put it, reinvested it into um, Strike Empire Strikes Back. And so had he, had that not done well, he would have lost everything. And so he basically had lightning strike twice, which is just yes. unbelievable unbelievable yeah definitely um yeah him taking that that risk and and then also i think it kind of speaks to like why they're so good compared to things today where it's like you had someone who of course he had a different director there but Mm -hmm. but someone who was so involved involved to the point they put up their own money 
to get it the way they want it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's kind of cool for today's time where you kind of seem to have these kind of like manufactured, almost like uh, almost like it's an assembly line type movies. Yeah, it feels formulaic. like compared. Yes. Compared mm-hmm. to that, which was so much heart and love poured into it by mm-hmm. the creator. Yeah. And creative thinking too. I mean, I think about this too, yes. like even with the star Wars prequels, of how much world building happened in the prequels, you know, yes. and uh, stuff that we take for granted now of like different planets like Naboo and, you know, the character Darth Maul and like um, all of that came from prequels. And it's just interesting to see how George, you know, was just cooking the stuff up, <laughs> you know, out yeah. of nowhere, this whole universe. And with Empire yeah. Strikes Back, you know, he was doing more world building that you had not seen, um, you know, in A New Hope. So, yeah, the Absolutely. creativity, you're right. It was on 10. <laughs> yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. That, that's my favorite. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, uh, yeah, it's so great to talk to you, Michelle. Um, where can so how do people find you? Are, are you guys on social media and stuff, too? We are. Yeah. You can find me. The Force of I Entertainment Twitter feed is my basically my personal feed at this okay. point. So mm-hmm. Force of I Entertainment on Twitter, Instagram. Um, you also can follow me at Michelle34Smith on Instagram. And um, you can subscribe at Force of I Entertainment on YouTube. And also, if you are a Christian, I do have my Christian podcast, and that's only podcast form. And mm-hmm. that is just Force of Light podcast. Oh, okay. And that's everywhere podcasts are available. Oh, very cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on Make a Fun Island, the business of creativity, Michelle, and look forward to seeing you in the the chat on on your YouTube stream. Well, thank you very much for having me. I had a lot of fun talking with you today. And again, it's nice to talk face to face. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm I mean, often I guess it's the... not technically face to face, but kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a lurker in, in the chat room on your channel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we all lurk in chats. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Michelle, we'll, we'll, well, we'll see you on YouTube. It sounds good. <laughs> 